Blog Talk Radio. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Welcome to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. I'm your host today, Sonia Cassandra Perdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network, and the host for the segment, segment. CBBN Business Journal is our segment, segment today, excuse me, and uh, it is part of Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. Now, we also have under that umbrella the tough questions, and we also have a show called CBBN Tech Talk, and we launched that last year. So we've got a, we've got a lot of things going on. Now, these web-based broadcasts are designed to service the African-American community in Chicago and around, and around the world. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network is an Afrocentric media organization, and it's designed to express the collective interest of the black world community through its broadcasts. And as I said, this segment is called CBBN Business Journals. Now, we've interviewed authors, we've interviewed actors, we've interviewed senators, we've interviewed inventors, um, just publishers. We had a variety of people, we've had a variety of people on, this, on, this, on these segments because business, uh, all of it encompasses business. Even if you're an artist, there is a certain business technique that artists use, successful business technique that artists use. Uh, If you're a graphic artist, it may be different from that of someone who does poetry, portraits. Or if you're a poet, it will be different from the way you market yourself and what constitutes success would be different from someone who is a nonfiction writer or uh, fiction writer. We had uh, Dr. Anthony Gant on a couple of weeks ago who has written 18 books. And our shows are only a half an hour, but, and that's, and that's not a, a lot of time, and, and sometimes it's not enough time to say everything that we want to say about that particular uh, genre. But we want to just provide you some food for thought. I guess today... It's scheduled to me be Mr. Tamaran L. Hughes, who is uh, the president of Aerostar Avion Institute. Now, she has an event coming up. This is a free event coming up at the Palmer House in Chicago, the Aviation and Aerospace Career Expo, which will be on Monday, August 27th, on the first floor at the Palmer House, which is located at 17 East Monroe in Chicago. Go downtown, go to the Palmer House, and go to the first floor. Now, it's 4K through 12, and parents need to chaperone their kids for this aviation event. And I'm not quite sure how I came across this event, but I, I found it very, very interesting. As a matter of fact, I found it so interesting. We have a new newspaper coming out with the CBBN Business and Technology Journal. And it will be out in October. And I found this subject so fascinating, aviation, pilots, and travel, that we're going to make that our feature article for this particular journal. 
So we want you to be looking forward to that. Now, Ms. Holmes is the president of uh, and CEO also of Aerostar Consulting Corporation, and she is she is uh, part of a partnership that is hosting this event on August 27th at the Palmer House. And that coalition includes the National Black Coalition of Federal Aviation Employees and her organization, the Aerostar Avion Institute, and the State of Aviation Roundtable. We want to ask her a little bit more about that. Now, she grew up in Maywood, and she went to SIU, and she got a degree in aviation management. As I was posting this around on Facebook, I found some information that said that it indicated that there would have to be 87 pilots trained every day in order to fulfill the need for the number of pilots over the next two decades. That's how much of a shortage it is. Pilots are retiring. People are not entering the field. I'm quite sure it's not an easy ABC type of curriculum. People are not entering the field. But if you think about it, and let's think about it a little, little bit more, the STEM occupations and the occupations that pay a little bit more and can provide you with a little bit more security uh, as far as job because of your skill level and uh, sort of give you a different type of lifestyle because of the amount of money that you would you would make from acquiring those skills are not going to be the easiest skills out there to obtain, are not going to be the easiest certificates to obtain. Um, it's not going to be the easiest career path to follow. But it may be, given all those things, that it's not as difficult as people imagine it to be, number one, and at the end of the day, at the end of your 30s, at the end of your 40s, at the end of your 50s, when you look back over your life, will it be a life well lived? Will it reward you for your effort? And I, I kind of trust that it will. I do. I kind of trust that it will. If you're looking for the easy way, yeah, you you can do that. I mean, there, there are a lot of things. Go and get a six-month certificate, and it's great. And it may be something that you love and enjoy. But if you're looking for the challenging way, then aviation may be the thing for you, okay? And I don't personally want to go into aviation because I don't fly. I want to fly. I have a goal to fly a helicopter, and whether or not you know it or not, one of the requirements for getting a license to fly a helicopter or to take the class is a weight assignment. And I am overweight. I'm too, I am too large to take the class, but not by a lot, but there is a weight requirement, and you can understand why, okay? So that's the goal, and I'm working towards that. 
to lose the weight so that I may indeed qualify for the class and be able to fulfill that particular goal for myself, okay? And uh, I'm, on, I'm on my way to it. Believe me, I am on my way to it. So, therefore, I have an interest, and this is one of the reasons that this was of interest to me. I guess it's not a rise. Things do happen. It hasn't happened to me often. I've done over 300 podcasts. We did podcasts from 2009 and diligently to like 2011. Fell off, did a few more, fell off, did a few more, fell off, did a few more. And so we're back and we're launching again. And we're very, very excited about it. If you'd like to be a guest, you can visit us at 773-609-2226, and you can also send me an email at cbbn2012 at gmail.com. And we have different packages. We are a social media organization, and we have different packages, and you can also go to CBBN Affordable Marketing Solutions, and it will show you the different packages available for uh, interviews, for commercials, uh, for social media packages, for social media planning, okay? Once again, you're listening to CBBN Business Journals. I'm Sonia Cassandra Perdue. I'm the executive producer for Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. Let's find out who's on the line. Hi, this is Sonia Purdue. Who's on the line? Hi, this is Tamara Holmes with Aerostar. How are you? I'm great, Tamara. I'm great. I was just doing a little introduction there, and uh, I didn't want to go into aviation because I'm not the expert. <laughs> but we did talk about the event coming up on uh, August 27th, and uh, I did let them know that you would be here with us. So. Welcome to the show. Let's get let's get right on let's get right on into it, Miss Holmes. Now, you're an aviator, aerospace STEM education expert, a mentor, and an inspirational speaker. You also head up a number of organizations. But let before we do this, and we're going to come back to the event again, and I'm going to let you talk about the event. So, but before we do this, we always want people to know about the guests. We always want them to know the guests, okay? And so, yes. tell us, you grew up in Maywood in the suburb of Chicago. So, now describe Maywood to someone who's never heard of it, that lives in Mississippi or maybe in England. Tell us about Maywood. Where, how did you grow up? Well, um, Maywood is a pretty interesting place to grow up. When I, uh, when my parents were growing up in a pretty um, diverse community, um, but what I saw growing up was the rapid um, deterioration of my community uh, with gentrification um, and what we have come to call white flight, uh, when all of the minority families started to move in from Chicago, all of the non-minority families uh, moved out, and that kind of left uh, a huge void in our neighborhood. I remember once the grocery store closed, um, when I was about 10 years old, we didn't have another grocery store until recently, uh, like in the last five years. And this has been 25 years of a community without a grocery store. So um, 
just growing up, uh, the school system did the best that they could. I, again, I saw rapid deterioration in that even through my tenure as a uh, as a student in elementary and then high school. Um, and another thing that we actually um, I was able to see uh, was just the rise of violence and crime due to all of the uh, the demographic changes in the community. And uh, and so it was pretty tough. I mean, by the time I uh, graduated high school, half of the young men that I had went to primary school with were dead or in jail. And by the time I graduated um, college, another 30 or 40 uh, were in prison or in a cemetery. So it was very hard, uh, the environment, growing up. But, you know, my family, I'm the third of seven children, I uh, had an amazing uh, community of uh, of friends and family that um, you just grew up, you know, as a survivor, protecting yourself, protecting your brothers and sisters, protecting your family name. Uh, and that kind of survival mentality has been what uh, has literally uh, made me successful. And so I don't, I don't take it for granted. But at the same time, I think it's one of the biggest reasons that I resonate uh, and that the work that we do and how I interact with students on the south side of Chicago um, is a direct reflection of me knowing, you know, where they are and what it feels like to be in the type of environment that they're in. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, you go from Maywood to um, SIU. Was that Carbondale or Edwardsville? Carbondale. Carbondale. And you obtained a degree in aviation management. Tell us a little bit about, besides the core courses, what type of courses would one take for an aviation management degree? Well, of course, at any university, you, you, you take your gen ed. But one of the most important electives that I chose was to pursue a second language. As most people know, when you're dealing in transportation and travel, um, you have to be able to uh, communicate. And so being able to uh, master a foreign language was really important uh, for me as a second degree. Um, and so I double majored in college. I did aviation management and Spanish. Now, for the aviation management uh, piece, uh, the kind of courses that we took were airport operations, um, federal aviation administration regulations, uh, I, I did take a uh, year of flight training, so I have over 100 hours of uh, pilot time. Um, You're fading away idiot. from me a little bit. You're fading away from me a little bit. So I did. I did. I did take air aviation flight. I have over 100 hours of flight time, um, and aviation law, which is the Federal Aviation Regulations, and. Um, uh, airport planning was a class that I took in ground school, which is learning all about the airplane and uh, how to fly the airplane and learning about weather. Meteorology was another class that I had to take. It was mandatory uh, as a flight student. So uh, a lot of people think that it's a lot of math and science, but it wasn't. It was very um, unique and specific curriculum geared towards aviation in the uh the aviation industry in particular. And one another class that I took was actually aviation career planning class, which uh, which helped guide me along my journey in pursuing a career pathway that best fit me. Wonderful. It sounds it sounds fascinating. And although I attend, attended SIU and have a degree from there, I don't recall that being 
a choice. It may have been. I just, I just, because it's been like decades. I just don't recall that being uh, in that catalog at that time. But that's that's a, that's a, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. You listen to CBBN Business Journals. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, your host. And uh, Tamara Holmes is our guest. She's the president and CEO of Aerostar Consulting Corporation. You can find them at Aerostar Corp. Dot com. Okay. If you'd like to sponsor a show or be on the show, give me a call at 773-609-2226. Now, I mentioned we're going to go and talk about a few other things. We're going to talk about your organization. But I've already mentioned that there is an upcoming event on August 27th, Monday, August 27th, at the Palmer House for grades K-12, and I'm assuming they need to be Everyone needs to be chaperoned, but there's a free event. Well, I want to I want to I want to interject that that event is only for high school uh, and college students. It's a career, it's a career fair, oh. a career expo. Okay. So it is for high school. It is for high school, and not. we do have other events for K through 12, but this one is specifically for uh, freshmen, freshmen, for high schoolers uh, and college students. Okay, well, go ahead and elaborate on this Aviation and Aerospace Career Expo on the 27th. Go ahead and elaborate and tell our audience what they should expect that day. So what to expect? Uh, We are partnering with the National Black Coalition of Federal Aviation Employees. So this is an organization that uh, is made up of uh, African Americans who actually work for the Federal Aviation Administration. Uh, It's a huge um, blessing for us to be able to partner with them in their area of expertise, from air traffic controllers to uh, FAA medical examiners, which are aviation doctors. Um, also joining us for the expo, we have confirmed uh, ComEd, who will be bringing out their drone uh, program to talk to young people about how they can learn how to use aviation and work for Commonwealth Edison, uh, which, uh, again, our jobs that people don't necessarily think about. We have AT&T will be talking about different initiatives that they have um, uh, that directly line up with systems and information uh, regarding the aviation industry. We have Aerostar, of course, will be hosting our table sharing about all careers in aviation and how kids can, uh, young people can get involved in our talent pipeline, which is actual education and training programs that will guide them into an aviation career. Uh, we have um, other resources to help young people actually find uh, colleges that would be a best fit for them uh, if they're interested in going into aviation or aerospace specifically or if they are interested in going into architecture, engineering, design, IT, uh, coding, any of those fields also um, uh, intersect really well with the aviation industry, uh, even law and medicine. So we are there to kind of help give kids an idea, overall idea of what a career in aviation looks like, and it's not just pilots, flight attendants and mechanics and we um so it we also have individuals there who will be doing mentoring for young people uh you can bring your resumes we'll have people there looking over your resumes and also helping individuals uh and young people uh with their interviewing skills so we we're very excited about what we'll be uh, doing next next week it's a it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to get in front of some people that are doing some amazing jobs and jobs that they may not have ever even thought about, you know, outside of this event. 
It sounds wonderful. You listen to our guest tomorrow, Tamara L. Holmes. Tamara. Let me see your name Tamara it's L. Holmes. Tamara L. Holmes, the president and CEO of Aerostar Consulting Corporation. Now, I was listening to you, was written, put it out there. Let me ask you a question. Suppose uh, that this event is designed for high school and college. Now, suppose we have people already on their career track. They may already have a degree. They may, um, and they're still young. You could, you know, you could, you could build on something else. Still, does your organization service the that that particular sector? I'm so glad you asked that question. I get so many adults that ask, uh, "How can they be an Aerostar?" Uh, and I think it's really important that we. Um, that we address that also. Right now we are doing uh, career mapping and career coaching for individuals in the 18 and over realm, and we're also now currently looking for funding to start workforce development and training programs for individuals with a high school diploma and GED to get them directly into careers in aviation. Um, so that's something that we have on the horizon as far as programming, but what we are looking, what we are doing right now is career mapping and professional uh, coaching. So if we have somebody that comes to us that is is an architect or an engineer, we actually can introduce them to people that are working on airport projects, architects and engineers that work in the aviation industry, uh, aviation firms in Chicago that are doing airport work at O'Hare and Midway. Uh, We have a lot of different connections for those individuals. So by all means, if you're an adult and you are looking to transition or you're looking for employment opportunities, you, you can do the same job and do it in an industry uh, that pays significantly higher than than most other industries, which is aviation and transportation. Wonderful, wonderful. That That is very important. Uh, there, We have long career tracks. Uh, you know, we're working through our 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s now. So there's time, you know, if you're in the 30s and the 40s, you know, to do something in this field. And let me ask you this. Um, as far as you know, uh, across the country, um, are there comparable organizations like yours in the 50 states or in uh, how many states have you run into where there are comparable programs uh, across the country? Well, that's that's another thing that makes us really unique. Uh, so we, we have two organizations. The Aerostar Consulting Corporation is really set up uh, to service uh, business needs with regard to aviation industry uh, planning and education contracting. So uh, if we were working with a school to develop an aviation program for their school or working with um, a company to help uh, develop uh, a, type, a talent pipeline strategy for their future workforce, that will fall under the company. There's some other things that we are doing uh, with regard to our program and in this particular event that actually falls under the wheelhouse of the Aerostar Avion Institute, which is our nonprofit. And so this is where we receive funding and we partner with Boeing, NASA, United Airlines, um, the University of Chicago, Illinois Institute of Technology. Um, we partner with different organizations to be able to run programming at free or low cost for training initiatives. So when you look at the, the landscape of what aviation programs exist, first of all, over 90% are there, of them are um, 
traditional trades programs uh, that don't typically attract minorities and underserved individuals or females. So the aviation industry is still uh, about 93% white male, and that's something that our organization has been interested in uh, in being a game changer in, in creating more diversity in the field. Another thing that you see with regard to youth aviation programs uh, is that they are highly expensive. And so our programs, uh, where other aviation programs, cost between 700 and Fourteen hundred dollars for a one week camp. We literally have three to six week camps uh, for four hundred and fifty dollars or less, which is unheard of in the aviation uh, training education industry. And the last thing that we that sets us apart from almost every other organization um, globally when it deals with youth and aviation is that we are one of the only organizations in the world that run program uh, for children as young as kindergarten uh, up through uh, career. So. You find a lot of different aviation programs. Most of the camps run in the summertime for ages 14 to 19, and that's really where you're going to see most of the aviation education initiatives. And then at the academic level, uh, most of the aviation programs now are still tied towards tied to four-year universities. Uh, so we're actually looking at becoming accredited as the Avion Institute to be able to uh, partner with local city colleges and training uh, programs to get licenses and uh, college credit for programs taken with our organization. So it's it's a game changer for uh, the industry. And the reason why I believe United Airlines, NASA, and Boeing, and a host of other organizations are looking at what we are doing is because there's nothing else like us in the country. Wonderful. And they probably want to replicate it. And that's wonderful as well. And maybe you will head up that initiative. We do need to end on time. I do want to ask you one final question, if you could sum it up for me in like a minute or so. How can the community best support Aerostar and other programs like yours? Well, the the biggest area of support that we that we encourage is number one is it, it is not finances at this point. It's really getting the word out. Um, we have tremendous partners uh, and funding available, and we're going after more funding. But again, just the amount of uh, or the lack of understanding and awareness of how aviation plays a role in our everyday lives is something that we have to continue to work to bring the public uh, up to speed on because we take it for granted that we can just go online and buy a ticket and go visit whoever we want. Uh, but we don't even think about where furniture comes from, where our products come from, where our toothpaste and, you know, hairstyle and gel comes from. You know, everything that we use almost is being shipped uh, in a, in a $400 billion industry. And, uh, and so we need that kind of support. So spread the word, share the event, visit our webpage uh, for the Avion Institute is avioninstitute.org, A-V-I-O-N, institute.org. And there you'll find information about how to donate, how to volunteer, uh, find information about all of our events. We have our first gala coming up on August, October the 6th. Uh, so um, we love for individuals to purchase. And if you have a business or a small business, we're looking for you to uh, sponsor some students uh, in the upcoming years. Uh, sponsorship uh, levels are very um, uh, um, affordable. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I know you're playing this for Ms. Home. Yeah, they're very I know your plate is full, Miss Holmes, and that's fine, and that's fine. Uh, I do appreciate you taking time today to be with us, 
And uh, it certainly motivated me. I'm producing a, a newspaper, which will be out in October, and I had one feature story, but the, after I got to thinking about aviation and, and like you said, all the branches of it and all the parts of it, that uh, aviation will be my feature story for that particular launching of this new newspaper that I'm putting out. So if I can awesome. ask you some expert advice, I would love to have you help me out on that. That would be wonderful. Um, thank you for being with us again, and I hope to have you back again because there, there, is, there is just so many questions that we can ask, and maybe we can talk about some of those other branches and how everything ties together a little bit from different uh, fields and occupations. Can we do that at another time? That'd be great. That'd be great. Thank you so much. You can visit Ms. Holmes and you can at uh com. I'm your host for C B D and Business Journal. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, executive producer for Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. And don't forget to visit us at Chicago's Black Business Network dot com. Uh, we want your small businesses out there on our website, and we do make it reasonable as well. We make it very affordable for you to reach out globally. Your customers are waiting for you. Join us next time on CBBN Business Journals. Enjoy your day. Goodbye, everybody.